This is the Morning Sports Desk for Wednesday, November 22nd. Corey, on the line today, we are joined with Pillager Activities Director Matt Moan. He's joining us on our Activity Director check around across the region, and he's waking up early with us this morning. Hey, Matt, how's it going? Hey, not too bad. So let's talk a little bit here about uh, some activities with Pillager. Uh, I know you guys have wrapped up the fall sports season uh, in the last few weeks, but uh, any kind of highlights throughout that fall sports season that you want to share with us while we got you on the line? Yeah, absolutely. Um, our cross-country team had a, had a very good year. Um, we had a, um, Ms. Dobson was an all-conference runner for us. Uh, we weren't, we didn't have anybody advanced down to the state meet, but, um, they had a good year. They had a lot of fun. Um, we graduated a fair amount now, uh, of seniors. So, um, next year we'll be, we'll be relatively young, um, with that team. Um, our volleyball team, um, we had a coaching change this year and, um, they had, uh, for the first time since 2019, they had double digit wins. Um, they were, they were really young and scrappy and uh, competed most every night they were in the gym and um and our numbers are really good um we had you know almost 80 kids out 7 through 12 for volleyball so um the the numbers for that program are are through the roof right now which is exciting to see and um our football team was district champs um we had a two-win season last year and uh they went six and two uh this year during the regular season and won the district Hosted a playoff game with our rivals down the road, Staples, and um, we wound up losing that game. Uh, but they, you know, we competed well this year, and they were in every single game. And uh, we bring a lot of our core nucleus back um, next year. So, um, no, we're very, very pleased with how the the fall season went, and looking forward to next fall. Matt, we move on to winter sports, and by this time now, everybody is well underway, some for more than a week even uh, with these winter sports practices. Lots of opportunities at Pillager for kids to participate something in these cold months of the year. I guess I'll leave it to you. Where would you like to start when we start previewing winter sports at Pillager? Yeah, so our girls' basketball team started the year la- or last week. Um, they had a scrimmage on Saturday. They were in, uh, they were in Henning for that. And, um, so they'll, they'll tip off for their first game, um, on Tuesday at Aiken. Uh, they'll be very young this year. Um, a lot of underclassmen will be seeing a lot of minutes. Um, we graduated last year, um, a decent amount of, of minutes off the, off the varsity team. So they'll be looking to be a little bit of baptism by fire as they start the year and, um, looking to improve and get better as the year progresses. Um, our boys basketball team uh, comes back. Uh, they hosted a playoff game last year. and We bring our, um, in my four years now here, it's the first team that we've had that brings everybody back. And they're really, they're big. Um, they, if Christian Hoagie uh, goes about 6'6", six, six, and then we've got um, you know, Parrish and Anderson go check in at about six foot four, and our guards are, are, are big and uh, they've got some depth, so we're kind of hoping um, and looking forward to the upcoming winter season for them. Uh, they should be competitive most nights, and um, kind of very excited to see what kind of year they have. And then we do have uh, co-op opportunities. Uh, you know, we have girls now that are competing, um, heading to Little Falls. We have co-ops with Little Falls for 
dance and gymnastics. Um, and then also we have wrestling. And then um, one of the things, uh, we've had a lot of interest for wrestling here. We, it's not a varsity sport that we offer independently, but like I said, we are co-op with that. Um, but on Monday we had our first varsity, or not varsity, but our first wrestling practice at Pillager um, because what we're doing to try to get some, because we have a lot of interest in wrestling, is uh, but the the one thing that kids haven't wanted to drive to Little Falls every single day, uh, which I get because it gets, those get to be long days, you know, just even for practices, they're not home till 6.30. Right. Um, so what we've tried to do then is, um, you know, they're going to practice in Pillager, you know, three, probably three days a week, um, and then head to Little Falls one or two days. So in seventh through ninth grade, um, we had 21 kids come out for wrestling on Monday. So um, we're very excited to kind of see where that goes. And, you know, we're hoping here in the next next couple of years is that we would actually have our own you know, a wrestling program here in Pillager for the first time. So That's pretty cool to have. I mean, it's numbers is always the it's it's always the thing, right? Whether the sport has been long established at your school or if you're or you're trying to get it going, it's it just is not going to maintain itself if you don't have those numbers. It must be exciting to see from your perspective. Yeah, and um, you know we have the interest there, and you know a school with the enrollment that we have, you know we need to have some more opportunities for those kids because there's a lot of kids walking the halls in the winter months that you know, don't have anything to do and wrestling would be a great sport for them. And, um, you know, we're, we're excited where that's going to go and provide those opportunities and, and kind of see where it, where it goes from there. Matt, what other winter sports, what other winter activities are kind of on the docket for Pillager that you're looking forward to? So we have the middle school musical, um, is next weekend, first weekend in December, um, schoolhouse rock live. Uh, so the middle school kids have been uh, going since MEA break now, getting ready for that. We've got about 40 kids um, that have been going to that every night, and so they'll uh, in the CTC Center. Uh, they'll kick that off um, with a performance next Saturday. I don't have a calendar in front of me. I want to say that's December 2nd um, at three and seven, and then on Sunday they'll have a performance at two, um, and so people can buy their tickets online and come out and watch that. And then. Our robotics team, uh, we've got about 18 kids out for robotics. They have their first competition next weekend um, in St. Cloud, and they're practicing two, three days a week after school. And uh, we have a new coach, Nick Heiser, is um, taking over that program, and uh, they're excited for what the year, year holds there. All right, Matt, awesome. Anything else uh, about Pillager that you want to let us know about while we have you, uh, while we have you on the line? And I know there's a lot of, lot of stuff going on over with the, the Husky activities right now. Yeah, no, we're, you know, we're excited if people were able to um, come out to our uh, football complex this fall. Um, you know, over the last year and a half, two years, we've um, been able to um, offer some upgrades in that area. Uh, we put new bleachers in, um, new lights, and then our baseball and softball complex in the back has have also gotten upgrades. Um, we'll make a switch now this spring. Our our varsity field has been on the south side um, of the uh, school here for the last I don't know, eight or ten years. Um, but if you came and played baseball in Pillager in the 80s and the 90s, you used to play back by the football field. So the, the plan is that we will transition back to the old varsity field now. That's gotten a complete upgrade um, back there. So we have PA systems on the baseball and softball field now for the first time. And 
screening and we've added so for you guys we have press boxes now so when you come and broadcast <laughs> games you Love actually it. have a place to to do it and uh, updated the uh, the bleacher system back there and the signage and so yeah we're about 95 percent complete we have a few more things but um, we're excited for the, the spring season we had our track painted um, new pits for track and uh, new discus cage because we, we have the section track meet this spring and the conference track meet and so we've just kind of made a commitment to that and um you know just we're excited to be able to have those facilities to be able to offer for our kids and for the kids that are coming from other schools and um just something that we kind of pride ourselves on and uh, we're fortunate enough to have we're talking with Pillager Activities Director Matt Moen. He's joining us live on the morning sports desk as we do our activity director check around uh, across central Minnesota like we've been doing all fall long. Hey, Matt, great to get to chat with you. Great to get to hear all the cool stuff that's happening in Pillager. Thanks for taking the time to talk with us this morning. Have a great Thanksgiving, and we look forward to talking with you later in the school year. Sounds good. Thank you guys for your coverage and appreciate it. That's Matt Moen, Pillager Activities Director. Hey, Corey, what did what kind of stood out to you in that interview with Matt? Well, um, it, it's exciting to hear the um, the potential that's happening with Pillager Husky wrestling down the line. Um, to see some of that excitement happening at the at the younger levels, the interest that is starting to bubble up uh, with that wrestling program that's a, that's a big deal. And I, I I get where he's coming from that. Um, uh, that that travel that needs to happen, especially to to Little Falls. Now it's not terribly far from Pillager, but it's also in the middle of winter. And, On a Wednesday and, night, and, you know, it's a it's, tough drive. Yeah, you know? it's tough. So it's it's fun to see, uh, you know, that starting to, to bubble up to the surface and see some excitement there. Um, I I almost interrupted him when he started talking about the baseball field because I don't know if he knew that he was talking to two baseball guys who, when they get to a town. We'll drive around to find the baseball field and then totally judge the community on the shape of that <laughs> baseball field. So that's pretty cool and exciting to uh, move back to, like he said, where that old, where the old varsity field used to be, and some of the upkeep that is that has been done to get it ready. Uh, that's happening around the track because they're hosting the section track. Um, uh, all things to look forward to this fall. And then the other thing more more relevant to this winter sports season was, holy buckets, is that boys basketball team enormous? Did yeah. you hear that starting lineup? Holy yeah. smokes. <laughs> and that they brought everybody back from everybody last year. Everybody back, and they averaged 6-4 or whatever. Just ridiculous. It's crazy. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's always good because we get the little preview, and we just kind of get little nuggets here and there of certain teams across the conference. So when we do a game, and we'll inevitably have Pillager on the broadcast schedule, we can just go talk to the to the basketball team. We can talk to the coaches, and we can say, hey, you guys have height. Like We, we know that coming in without even having to look at the program. So it's awesome to be able to get these little nuggets, and hopefully you guys listening are able to, to pick up on some stuff as well. It's really cool. These activities directors have been very gracious with their time and been awesome to talk to all fall long. We're going to keep that going here into December and of 2024 as well. But uh, Corey, let's stay on the topic of baseball here for a second. We got a couple of things we just need to to pound through quickly, but Joe Maurer, he's on the Hall of Fame ballot now. Uh, that's kind of been the news over the last couple of days. There was an athletic article where Joe Maurer was talking about it, and the quotes are basically just, you know, Golly gee, it's sure nice to be on the Hall of Fame ballot. I don't know if I'll get in, but I sure have made a lot of fun memories. Like that, it's a classic Joe Maurer comments. Nothing there is going to like shock you. Uh, but Corey, this is the big question: Does Joe Maurer get in on this year's ballot? 
And if not, does he ever get in? So uh, to get in to the Baseball Hall of Fame, you need to receive at least 75% of the vote. Uh, to be elected, inducted, mm-hmm. whatever the the word is. Some numbers on Joe Maurer very quickly. 15 years, all with the Twins, we know that. He was a career 306 hitter and had a career 388 on-base percentage. Is that good? It's all very good. Here's the interesting thing about Joe Maurer, and we've talked about this. We've, we've talked about Joe Maurer off and on since we started working together. Maurer's best years and best numbers came when he was also playing the most difficult position, Mm -hmm. which is a huge, huge kick in the right direction for his Hall of Fame induction. Oddly, his worst numbers came at a considerably easier position later in his career, and a lot of that is because he really was dealing with injuries through the entire second half, well, I mean, the entirety of his career, but especially those lingering injuries, the second half of his career and beyond. Yeah. So the numbers are amazing. They could have been more amazing. Uh, interestingly enough, if he would have been tragically struck down in a bus accident after year five of his career, mm-hmm. he'd have been a first ballot Hall of Famer. If the bilateral leg weakness caused him to retire, like yes. he would have... He'd be a first ballot Hall of Famer, like easily, because there's kind of that, like, well, he would have gotten there. Yes. And there's so because he toughed it out, his numbers ended up being a little worse because of it. Right. And it might hamper him. To answer your question, does he go in? Uh, no. As a first timer, absolutely not. Um, those numbers just aren't good enough. No, not for a first ballot. Not for a first ballot. Um, will he get in? He better. I think so. I mean, that, he'll get there in. Was, he's, uh, he was a. A two, three-time batting champ. And Genera- an, generationally great hitter. And an MVP. Mm-hmm. Three-time He's, batting champ, MVP, silver slugger, gold glover, all the awards that you need is, to, to win. I mean, there's like some hard and fast numbers that get you in, but also isn't one of the things that gets you in being one of the most feared best players in your generation. Right. He was that guy. He's got that, over 2,100 hits. Would have gotten more if you would have played in 2019, but his vision, like with the concussions, it just got like worse enough where he's like, it's not worth it anymore. He'll get in. But he it, might be a Burt Bly 11, quicker than Burt Bly 11. It might he'll get be in a, a lot quicker than down the line. But, I think it'll be within, I think yeah. it'll be like five years from now. I'll say he'll get in he'll get in it just won't be right away happy thanksgiving i gotta go there's Corey tackman with the morning sports desk and yeah mauer's gonna get in i think it's just gonna take a little bit of time but the the one interesting nugget i did get from that athletic article about mauer was yeah he was actually planning on going one more year and playing in 2019 but with uh he had some concussions that year Uh, And I think there was one other injury. And I think basically what they said is his vision just got a little blurry because of the concussions. And I don't know if you know this, but it's really hard to hit a baseball when you have perfect vision. Uh, And with him, you know, the vision's not right. And he felt like that maybe was the right time to retire. But he could have easily gotten to 2,300 hits if you'd have played Like, if you would have played two more seasons, maybe he plays up through 2020. He gets close to 2,500 hits in his career. And things look a little bit different. But the fact that he, that Maurer, decided not to it's all it's all very complicated but basically if you're gonna judge joe mauer should be a hall of famer joe mauer should he will be i'm gonna stake my claim on that one minnesota timberwolves will host the philadelphia 76ers tonight as they try and keep their unbeaten record at home this season it's on the line philadelphia 
played last night in Cleveland. They went to overtime. So does uh, that's the big question. Does Joel Embiid play? Do some of Philadelphia's star veterans play because they played an overtime game the night before? It's the second night of a back-to-back. How does that rank? We'll, we'll kind of keep an eye on that. Either way, it'd be fun to see the Wolves go up against them at full strength. But also, uh, the Wolves need a bunch of bunch of wins because even though they're number one seed in the West, got to keep winning to keep that up. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Wednesday, November 22nd. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.